Welcome to the RootDown.us podcast series. Today, RootDown presents this commercial-free version of the Natural Health Report with Dr. Bill Thornton as he discusses Living Without Pain, originally broadcast on KTYM Radio, 1460 AM in Los Angeles. Imagine, imagine suffering for 25 years with debilitating pain that's unrelated to any accident or trauma, and you're going from doctor to doctor, one therapy to another, with no substantial relief. And all the while, you're following that government dietary guideline for a healthy diet, only to feel worse as the years go by. Well, I have a special guest today who went through those 25 years of pain, and she's here to tell you her story, not only about the diet that nearly killed her, but also how she recovered and regained her health, and how she's living now pain-free. And in fact, this could help you or a loved one. And also this morning, we're going to have a little quiz. So have your pen and paper handy. We're going to ask you about some common food misconceptions. That's right, we'll test your knowledge. I know you're pretty smart because this is a very smart audience here on on the program, but we're going to test you anyway because we have new listeners all the time about the five common misconceptions about food. So stay tuned, my friends. The doctor is in. Okay, my special guest today who is uh, living through those two and a half decades of painful inflammation is a nutrition researcher. Her name is Kathleen Pirtle, that's P-I-R-T-L-E, and she's written a book about her experience called Performance Without Pain. Performance Without Pain. Now, the performance part refers to her role as a musician, but also it refers to folks who are dancers and other kind of athletes, but you don't have to be a performer to benefit from Catherine's experience because, you know, performing our daily activities is a kind of performance, and that's a very important thing in our lives, so in, in that sense, we're all performers. I'd like to welcome to the show this morning, Catherine Pertle. Hello. Good morning. And you're calling from Chicago today. Yes, that's right. And Catherine, which of the musical instruments do you play? I'm a professional clarinetist. And you also teach music. Yes, I've been teaching privately for about 28 years. I play with some of the top orchestras in, in the country in Chicago, Lyric Opera, and, uh, as an extra player in Chicago Symphony. And I also tour with a chamber music ensemble called the Orion Ensemble. Outstanding. Well, Catherine, as I read your book, and I think about your case, even though it is dramatic and compelling, no doubt, it probably reflects the condition of many people out there in the audience with chronic conditions that seem to be unable to be figured out. Now, it's one thing to have a junk food diet and a lifestyle of smoking or excess alcohol and no exercise. That would be easy to figure out. But in your case, you apparently were doing all the right things. That's true. As a performer, um, I was always very interested in my diet because it's like being in the Olympics when you play an instrument to the level that I did. So I was always seeking out the healthiest foods and, you know, eating what I was told was the very best uh, nutrition. Something started happening in the way of symptoms. Let the audience know, uh, include them in on how you discovered something was wrong here. Well, I just want to say that all through my career, I suffered from chronic pain, and I used to go to the massage therapist and, you know, the chiropractor, and I love massage and chiropractic are fantastic, but when you have pain that keeps coming back and it seems like you're never going to get out of it, it, it's very scary. So I continued having this pain until I was about 40 years old, and then I developed uh, acid reflux. Uh, actually, at 42, I developed acid reflux, and at that point, I was eating food pyramid diet, lots of fruits and vegetables and 
grains and low fat and all the things that were supposed to be healthy, some meat and eggs and very little dairy. And, and then uh, I developed acid reflux at 42, and I discovered that if I stopped eating wheat, that I would feel better. So I did that. I stopped eating wheat, and my diet was actually I was following mm-hmm. the blood type diet, the type O diet. The acid reflux seemed to go away, but a couple years after that, at age 45, I suffered from a severe inflammation in my spine, which caused excruciating pain and made it difficult for my hands and fingers to move. Then I discovered I had an allergy to gluten in wheat, oats, rye, and barley, and I went on a grain-free and gluten-free diet of meat, fish, eggs, vegetables, and fruit. My pain disappeared, but that following fall, just a couple months later, I developed chronic diarrhea. And my embouchure muscles, which are the muscles I use to play my instrument, began to shake uncontrollably. And not only did I think I would lose my ability to play my instrument, I didn't think I would survive. But yet I didn't know what I was going to eat because I thought I was eating the healthiest possible diet. So So even though you took out the gluten from your diet, which was uh, apparently the foundational problem here, it still wasn't the answer. Well, no, because I was literally starving to death. I had a lot of intestinal damage, but that being said, I wasn't getting better, I was getting worse. And this is what happens to a lot of people who stop eating these allergic foods. The problem isn't necessarily all due to the food that's causing the allergy. It's due to malnourishment and nutrient deficiencies. So, Catherine, you were telling us about how the the gluten in the wheat, the rye and the oats, was probably causing a condition, we know that a celiac disease, and yet even correcting that problem did not fix the entire condition. Now, what else did you have to do? Of course, I I was on the lookout, like, what am I going to do as I was having chronic diarrhea? And I I guess an angel appeared or something, but I discovered the work of Dr. Weston Price. Dr. Price was a prominent dentist in the 1930s who was baffled by the amount of chronic illness and poor dental health in his patients. He traveled worldwide during the summers of about a 10-year period to see if there were any cultures that existed that had perfect health. And he found 14 cultures that had no degenerative illness, and that included TB. The TB being tuberculosis. Which was rampant uh, worldwide at that time, and they had no cavities or crooked and crowded teeth, and they had perfect bone structures. And although their diets were different, actually completely different because he studied, he found the people from the Swiss Alps and Gaelic people, Eskimos. He found people in Africa from the Maasai tribe, some American Indian tribes. He found that all of these people had perfect health, perfect teeth. They weren't getting any degenerative conditions, so their diets were really different, but that they had basic elements in their diets that gave them perfect health. And I followed those elements. Do you want me to tell you what they were? Sure, let's do that. We can go briefly into Dr. Price's approach, and then we'll follow up with our quiz. But for those who want more information about the Weston A. Price Foundation, what's that website? Weston, W-E-S-T-O-N-A Price dot org. Okay. Well, tell us about the differences in what Dr. Price was recommending versus what you were doing. Well, what may surprise and amaze uh, your audience is how important Dr. Price found traditional fats to be in human health, fats such as butter, cream, coconut oil, lard, and meat with its fat. I know you're all going to say, oh, my God, I cannot eat fat. But the fact is that all healthy cultures valued fat as very important. And without adequate saturated fats, he found that people could not absorb the nutrients in their food no matter how healthy the diet was. And uh, fats are 
are absolutely essential for hormone production and, you know, thyroid production. A healthy brain function requires adequate amounts of fat. Blood sugar levels, maintaining the blood sugar levels require fat. The cell walls in our body require half, 50% saturated fat. And there's actually stories of expeditions of groups going to Antarctica trying to survive on lean meat, and they all starved to death even though they were eating enough food. And that's basically that, that what was happening to me. The other thing that he found is that these people had 10 times the amount of vitamin A and D in their diets, which is a fat-soluble vitamin, and it's found in cod liver oil, liver, eggs, and fish eggs. And these are the foods we're told to avoid today. But he found that without adequate amounts of vitamin A and D from natural sources, that a person will not absorb the nutrients from their foods no matter how good their diet was. That people ate a lot of bone broth soups where the bones are cooked in the soup for a long time and then all the minerals, the calcium, potassium, magnesium, cartilage, and collagen are all in the soup and that was one of the foods that saved my life. Yes, that sounds like the work of Sally Fallon. Sally being the co-author with your book and Sally Fallon also wrote Nourishing Traditions. Nourishing Traditions, a book I also recommend. Uh, we've talked about vitamin D on the show a lot lately because the Vitamin D Council has now talked about raising the limits from 400 international units up to 2,000 as being the necessary amount because we think that we actually have a vitamin D deficiency epidemic or pandemic in this country despite the fact that we should be getting enough uh, sunshine. Everybody's hiding from the sun. Obviously, you don't want to get burned, but uh, we do have a vitamin D deficiency. So let me ask one of the questions here on the uh, five myths of good nutrition that you have from your book. Number one, true-false question for the audience, cholesterol causes heart disease, and therefore we should strictly limit foods that contain saturated fat. True-false? Well, that is a false question. Okay, the answer is false. So cholesterol is not a bad thing, and we should not avoid saturated fat. Tell us why. Well, just as I said, Price found it to be absolutely necessary for good health. Cholesterol coming from saturated fats, you really can't live without that. And the testing research that's been done in the billions of dollars that the industrial farming industry and the pharmaceutical companies have put into trying to prove that cholesterol causes heart disease has all been actually false research. And it's like saying firemen cause fires. Cholesterol is a repair mechanism in your body, and your body will make what cholesterol it needs to repair it. And without it, your brain function will not be as good, and you absolutely, absolutely must not be afraid of fat. People have trouble digesting fat if they've been on a low-fat diet for a long time, and enzymes, taking enzyme supplements can often help that. Saturated fats are necessary for our diets. We've had them in our diet for thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. And in fact, we didn't have a rise in heart disease until we started taking the saturated fat out and putting in the unsaturated or polyunsaturated fats into the diet. So my recommendation is to avoid, for the most part, many of these vegetable oils, which are the liquid oils. Olive oil is fine. That's a really good oil to use. I'd avoid some of the other liquid oils. Safflower oil, for instance, uh, corn oil is another one. They cause free radicals. We've talked about that before. In addition, take off the margarine from your shopping list because this is one step away from plastic in the chemical process of making margarine. It's a fake fat that your body doesn't know what to do with. And certainly avoid the fried fats, like when they make those French fries at the fast food place. It's been sitting in that oil, which is being fried at high heat. 
which breaks down the oil and makes it rancid and full of free radicals. Question number two. Let's go to question number two here. Soy is a health-promoting food. True, false? Very false statement, and soy foods are very dangerous uh, to human health. Soy was moved into the limelight by billions of dollars spent on marketing and research by the soy industry. I mean, people really weren't talking about soy 20 years ago. And people are now consuming soy milk and soy foods of all kinds, which are highly processed. Traditionally, soy uh, was fermented and eaten only in small amounts. But soy, the way that we're presented with it in our country, is very difficult to digest and can cause serious problems with thyroid function. And we have serious increase in our country with thyroid problems. So if you're eating soy, you really need to look at the dangers that can cause to the thyroid. An infant formula made with soy is just hurting children terribly. Yes, I know that's a uh, estrogen-dominant type of food, and giving that to children, particularly boys, can actually cause havoc with their sexual development and maturation. In fact, we did a nice show with Dr. Kayla Daniels on the, the book, The Whole Soy Story. So if you have any questions about that one, you should check that book out. True or false, protein foods like red meat are unhealthy and should be eaten no more than once or twice a week, if at all. Well, that's a false question. And what Price found in his research that these healthy people ate plenty of high-quality, nutrient-dense proteins in their diet. Uh, they, but they ate like meats from grass-fed cows. Uh, they got a lot of dairy, but it was from grass-fed cows. And it was raw dairy, which is very easy to digest for most people. The poultry that they ate was from chickens eating bugs and worms, and the fish they ate, obviously, they weren't eating farm-raised fish back in the 30s, so uh, it was all wild-caught and fresh, and and it was very important these cultures um, ate plenty of those foods. All right, outstanding. Well, before going back to our quiz, Catherine, tell us about the person who helped you figure out your problem. Well, I uh, was working with Dr. John Turner, and he wrote the introduction to our book, but working with the Weston Price Foundation and working with Dr. Ron Schmid, who is a naturopathic doctor who works with traditional <laughs> foods and the Weston Price Principles, I have now been pain-free for the last six years, and my digestive health is wonderful, and I just have no more trouble uh, with any of the symptoms I had most of my life. Terrific. Well, now let's go back to the questions. This will help us to get into vegetarianism a little bit. True, false? A diet high in vegetables and fruit is the most nourishing diet full of antioxidants that help protect you from cancer. True, false? Well, that's actually false. A lot of people think that uh, a diet high in raw uh, vegetables and fruits is healthy, but actually um, we're not cows. We don't have five stomachs, and a lot of people, and I used to eat lots of fruits, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. That was probably at least 50% of my diet. And I had a lot of flatulence most of my life between the grains and the uh, raw vegetables, which are difficult to digest. And too much fiber actually will slow down digestion and can uh, upset the intestinal bacterial balances that we have in our digestive tract and make it difficult for us to digest our food. And uh, also, vegetables uh, and fruits are not very high in nutrients compared to these nutrient-dense foods from animals that uh, are eating their natural diets. For instance, a cow... If you drink raw milk, a cow has eaten tons of green grass, and you're drinking this milk, but you're like, you've just uh, consumed a, a hundred tons of green vegetables when you're drinking a glass of raw milk from a grass-fed cow. Okay, let me uh, jump in with a counterpoint. 
want to give some due time to the vegetarians and the vegans in the audience. Now, I know that vegetables have antioxidants and phytonutrients, which are absolutely valuable and, I think, essential to our diets. So I think what we're saying here is that while these are absolutely terrific things to have in your diet, they shouldn't be the only thing in your diet. And let me also say that there are some people who do pretty well on the vegetarian-vegan diets. If you're one of those people, you know that you feel better when you have vegetarian food or vegan food. And I really find the vegetarian-vegan diets are very helpful in a transition. In other words, going from the junk food diets to a new diet, getting on a vegetarian or vegan diet is very helpful as a transition diet. And the milk issue. If you're going to drink milk, the best kind to drink is the certified raw milk. Now, having said that, I don't recommend people drink milk ordinarily because cow's milk was made for cows to make calves, you know, and the growing cow. But I know that some people are going to drink milk regardless. And if you are going to, I would recommend staying away from the homogenized, pasteurized milk in the grocery store, which I find to be really not fit for human consumption, to be quite honest about it. It's highly processed, very difficult to digest, and involved in a great deal of allergic reactions. If you don't drink milk, don't start, and leave it out of your diet. Now, Catherine, we kind of uh, hit the fiber thing, which was the last question about eating lots of fiber and preventing cancer, but is that a true-false thing? We need lots of fiber in our diet? Well, we seem to be constipated today, so that's why we're eating uh, so much fiber to try to alleviate that. But the reason why they were constipated is we're not eating foods that help our gut flora be healthy. We're not eating the cultured foods that we used to eat, the homemade sauerkraut and the homemade yogurts and kefirs. And these things have all the bacteria that helps our gut be healthy. We're also not eating enough fat. So uh, when you're not eating enough fat, your digestion doesn't work properly and you're going to get constipated. You know, your body makes uh, water from eating fat. So we're drinking all this water. We're really thirsty because our diets are so low in fat. And uh, this is also causing constipation. We're drinking all this water now, which is flushing out the minerals that we need in our body to be having good digestion and our digestive tracts running the way that they're supposed to. We're also not eating bone broth soups anymore. And We're just basically eating foods that are hard to digest all around, and so we get constipated, and then we start eating more fiber, and then we have other problems, and we're flatulent, and we're we're just, we're not well. Some folks who are out there listening, and this might sound uh, a little bit contrary to what they've been used to hearing, and with regard to the probiotics, I should mention that uh, we can also get those from supplements, although it's certainly better to get them from your food as the foundation, but if you're neglecting this area, at least get some supplementation to uh, replace that good flora. Let's talk about your website and also any other contact information that you have. My website is performancewithoutpain.com, which is the name of my book. And you can go online and you can learn about uh, not only the book and how to get it, but the seminars that we give. And you can also email me through that website and I always return emails, and I would love to talk to you. Outstanding. Well, we're just about out of time this morning. I want to thank you, Catherine Pirtle, P-I-R-T-L-E, for those of you taking notes, for sharing your story with us and, of course, all the good music you've been creating all these years. Yes. And thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you for asking me. Thank you for listening to the RootDown.us podcast series. The Natural Health Report with Dr. Bill Thornton is heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on KTYM 1460 AM and KTYM.com. 
The preceding program is not intended to give medical advice. If you have a medical condition, please consult your medical practitioner and do not discontinue medication without the supervision of your physician.